I gotta wrap it, my hand sweats too bad. When I get nervous, I sweat. My hands only, and feet. <laughs> That's gross, ain't it? <laughs> okay, I am not gonna be nervous because I'm just not. I'm just not gonna do it. But anyway, um, so before I start, if you're gonna move if you don't behave. <laughs> We're gonna put him in the corner. <laughs> Before I start, I just want to say, I am no longer taking Randy West calls any longer, okay? If I see his name pop up, I'm hitting ignore. <laughs> Makes me nervous. I'm not a good speaker. <laughs> but um, I, I instantly, when I was like, oh, Lord, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to speak on? Well, it's about prayer. So I thought, the power of prayer. The power of prayer. And so I was talking to a friend of mine at work one day because I don't know if it was the Marines or the Navy, but these men had came in and they had set up over there these bars and they were over there. Now, these were some big men and they was using one arm pulling up and doing these chin ups. And I thought, man, they got a lot of power in that arm. So the kids were going over there to see how many they could do to add up to how many these men were doing. Some of these kids didn't get a toe off the floor. But them men was using one arm to pull up and do all these chin-ups. And I thought, man, that is some power. And so that kind of hit me there about that being really powerful. Um, so something come to my mind um, that I'm going to show you in a little bit. And I promise there's no pun intended, Kent. Pastor. Pastor. No pun intended. But anyway, so I was uh, looking up stuff on the power of prayer. And I, I read this scripture. And um, so before I tell you this, I just want to bow our heads and I just want to pray, okay? Heavenly Father, I just thank you, God, for your mercy. And I just ask you, Lord, to cover me tonight. Lord, I just pray this is your word. There's nothing I can do to make it anything other than it's your word and it's a powerful word. You are the word. You are an awesome, mighty God. You are everything. And everything about you, we just exalt and we lift you high and give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. But anyway, I was, talk, I was reading, uh, going through reading all these scriptures about prayer and I, I noticed something. Even Jesus being the very son of God, he prayed. And I thought, he didn't really even have to. I don't know that he did, but I mean, he did. He prayed. And over in Luke 3, verse 21, it said, while Jesus was being baptized, he prayed. And the heavens were opened. So now, he's doing something in symbolization of the old man going down, the new coming up. And he was praying to the Father all, that whole time. So I just kept digging and kept digging. I noticed there's many scriptures on Jesus, his prayer life. He walked and prayed. He knelt in the garden and prayed. He, different things he'd done. So I thought, well, you know, we all think that we got to get down on one knee or on two knees. And we just got to really, you can pray sitting. You can pray standing. You can pray kneeling. You can pray while you're driving. You can pray walking. You can pray at any place that you need to stop and just need to pray because you're speaking to the Heavenly Father who hears you. Isaiah 30, 19 says, At the sound of your cry, when he hears it, he will answer you. 
Isaiah 58, 9. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. Isaiah 65, 24. Before they call, while they are still speaking, I will hear them. The Bible mentions prayer many times, but prayer is much more than simply repeating words of wishful thinking. Prayer is talking and listening to God. I think sometimes when we get down and we pray, we put everything, oh God, I need this, God, I need you to do that, God, please. And sometimes we forget to just stop and be still and let him talk back or lay something in your heart and in your mind that he's trying to tell you. Prayer is like a conversation. It could be done at any time, anywhere, because God is always with us and is always listening. You think, how can he hear everybody? He's omnipresent. He has the ability to know each one of us and hear our prayers. Sometimes disappointments, hurts, and needs, broken hearts, confusion, and failures they cause us to pray. It seems they are necessary sometimes because those are the times we get serious and we get earnest with our prayers. We even sometimes, I've, there's been times I've prayed that I felt like my gut was just going to come up. And it's a gut-wrenching travail in prayer. Jude 1.20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. And I, I take that as praying in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes when we don't know what to pray, we don't even, Lord, I don't even know how to put it to you. Sometimes the Holy Spirit just prays for us. Sometimes it ain't even words. Sometimes it's just a, a cry. Sometimes it's a moan. Sometimes it's a groan. I just know sometimes he has to take over and pray for me, through me. Romans 8, 26 and 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. As intense as your situation and your problem is, that needs to be how intense you pray. You can't just say, okay, God, it's yours. I'm just not going to say no more. Because Daniel prayed and prayed and prayed. And I looked all that up, and it even spoke about the prince of Persia that tried to stop the answer from coming. Sometimes you got to continue to keep praying the same thing over and over and over and know that God is hearing you, and the answer is on its way. It may take a long time. I am, I am a living example that there is things I have prayed for years. Do I think they're ever going to happen? I know they are. When? I don't know, but I know they will happen because the word of God says it will. Because it says if you ask and you believe that this mountain's going to be moved, you know what? That mountain's going to be moved. Somehow or another, it's going to be moved. I myself... I need the power of the Holy Ghost when I'm in trouble. I can go to bed at night. I don't know if it's just me or if it's anybody else. But the enemy will catch me when I'm asleep. And he'll just start in. And I'm asleep. I'm a dead sleeper. If I hit that bed, I'm out. 
But all through the night, you just feel like your mind is just going and going and going. And you know what? I was thinking about that, and I thought, you know what? I got to wake up. When I wake up, I know what to do. You're in trouble, buddy. You tormented me all night long. You bombarded my mind all night long. But when my feet hit that floor, I'm grabbing it, and I'm going. And I want to read something to you that is one of my favorite favorite times when that happens to me and my mind is weak and tore because I don't know what to do and I don't have an answer second Samuel 22 the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer the God of my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried out to my God and he heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered into his ears. Can you imagine that? You tormented me all night long, devil, but you know what? My cry just entered into my heavenly father's ears and you know what it says? Then the earth shook and it trembled. The foundations of the heavens quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it he bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet he sent out arrows and scattered them lightning bolts and vanquished them he delivered me from my strong enemy from those who hated me for they were too strong for me they confronted me in the day of my calamity but the Lord was my support he also brought me into a broad place he delivered me because he delighted in me God is my strength and power he makes my way perfect he makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on high places you enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip now is that not powerful you just got to know when you need God all you got to do is cry out when it gets to his ear the devil's in trouble I know that and I am so thankful to him for that I want to show you something can you play video number one what are you doing? Listening to the motor in my truck. Hmm. That's loud. It's the sound of power. Do you hear what he said? He thinks that motor is the sound of power. To him, it is. Can you play video number two? You know what that is? That's the sound of power. I'm going to tell you something. When you cry out to God, that's the sound of power right there. When you get on your knees before God and you say, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to pray about this. And you start in with the Holy Spirit taking over and praying for you. That's power. That's the power of prayer. I'll tell you what. I was going to tell a little testimony. I didn't even ask her if it was okay. 
my sister, whenever she was going through a really bad thing with her, she don't have a gallbladder, and she was making these stones that were getting stuck. And they got down in there, and they said, oh, we found a mass on your pancreas, and that it could be cancer. When she come and told me that, no. No. We don't got to take some of that stuff sometimes. We can say, God, right there, cry out to God. We took her to St. Louis for them to go in there and biopsy that thing they found on her pancreas. You know what? Wasn't even there. Not at all. I'm telling you, my brother laid in a hospital, and they said, we've coded him three times. You're going to lose him. He says, I don't even know how he saw it, but he said, I can remember being above the hospital bed looking down, and Brother Marvin and Kent Miller was praying over me, and he said, and I came back. I'm going to tell you something, folks. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. That's my devotion to you tonight is don't sit back and just take things lightly. Get down on your knees. Cry out to God. Be like that little two and three-year-old little girls there. They were getting filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the power when you pray. So I'm just going to ask everybody to come up front, find you a place to pray. Whatever you, I'm not even going to tell you what you have to pray over. But I am going to tell you there are needs. There are many people in our church. Misty, I know she needs a healing. I know Brother Carson needs a healing. I know there are many people in this church that have needs. Please cry out for them. Cry out to God. He's hearing us. He wants to do for us. You know, I think God sometimes just wants to hear from us. He wants us to pray and cry out on behalf of the ones we love. So I'm just going to ask everybody to come up and let's just pray together, okay?